Okay, everyone, welcome to another exhilarating episode of Not So Common Sense. I've been gone for a while, but oh, please be mindful. I am going to be doing a lot of podcasting because a lot happened, you know, while I was gone for the three days. A lot happened, you know, I'm going to talk about Andrew Tate. I'm going to talk about WWE. I know what, really. I know I'm going to talk about it on my fiance's podcast, but I'm also going to do it on here as well because it mingles with both of them. But anyway, for right now, this podcast is about something that my fiance found on TikTok that sounds pretty interesting. And I wanted you guys to listen into it. All right. Get ready. And I'll be right back. This one is going to make you think, especially black people. It was I started to look at the African-American experience, starting with slavery, as a real clear, long, enduring trauma. I started to see that there were clear connections between that survival behavior and contemporary living in African-American experience. I started to see common behaviors that I took for granted as, well, cultural. There's adaptive behaviors, survival behaviors. Well, what are they? Let's just say 2019, you have a black mother and a white mother. The sons go to school together. They find themselves at a meeting. The black mother leans over to the white mother and says, I just wanted to mention to you that I noticed that your son is really doing quite well. And the white mother's response is, oh, thank you. She begins to go on and on about, he won the science fairs, I was an astronaut. She's just oozing. She realizes the black mother's son is actually excelling her son. And she says, wait a minute, your son's the one that's really coming along. And the black mother responds, oh my God, he's a handful, but oh, he just works my nerves. Now, when I'm working with African-American people, it doesn't matter what the audience is. It doesn't matter what class. If I were to ask, is she very proud while she's saying those denigrating things? And everybody laughs and goes, of course, there's a secret. Because everybody black knows that even though the black mother is going, oh my God, she's really proud. So now let's roll that scene back 300 years. And let's say this black mother is working in the fields and a white slave owner comes through and says, wow, that boy is really coming along. What is she going to say? No, he's not. He's he's stupid. He's, he's shiftless. He can't work because I don't want you to sell him. So I denigrate them to protect them. That is called appropriate adaptation when living in a hostile environment. The little white boy, say Timmy, you know, he feels really comfortable and happy about what his mom just said about him. And Trey looks at his mom and wonders, why can't you be proud of him? Because he doesn't understand the secret yet. And by the time he learns the secret, he will have already been injured by it. Post-traumatic slave syndrome. PTSD um, is a disorder that occurs as a result of a single trauma. You don't even have to be there to actually get a diagnosis of post-traumatic stress disorder. You can just hear about something horrific happening to someone you love. So you have people who have experienced it firsthand, people who have witnessed it in their environment, right? People who are continuing to be oppressed. That exacerbates any possibility of healing. So it's not post-traumatic stress disorder because then it becomes part of uh, what we call your socialization process. So you begin to normalize the way of living and being. Everything from 
what we eat to what we believe it means to be a friend. You know, all of these things are colored by history. And if you don't understand it, you're going to fold in things that you've just assumed are normal. But post-traumatic stress disorder, you know, exaggerated startle response, outbursts of anger, uh, feeling of foreshortened future. There was a point where there were you know, African-American children in different urban settings that didn't expect to live to be adults because they saw so much death that they started planning their funerals like at 13, 12, as young as 10. When you start looking at the, the simple biology, you start looking at the, the impact of stress on health. And while we look at general stress, you know, we know finances, you have illnesses, all these different things. How about being black? How does factoring in being black in America impact your stress level and therefore your body's ability to operate its own immune system? Because we know it compromises immune system. Once you understand it, then you can deal with it. Because you see, it's habitual. You socialize. It becomes part of your being. So one of the ways you begin to address that multi-generational trauma is to work with the people it directly impacts, to hear from them. And when you give the people the information they can use, I think the first order of business is beginning to have a conversation. And the other is to educate the larger society. You have to stop the assault. So this is not purely a clinical thing. This requires social justice change. That's where part of the healing is. It's not in a clinical setting or in a pill. It's in fairness and justice and safety and equity. We've got to work with some of those clinical things, some of those issues of panic and anxiety. And we also have to deal with the fact that you have a system that is set up to oppression and to continue to injure you. Both those things have to be dealt with. And they cannot singularly by themselves affect your change. They have to be done collectively. What's crazy about this video mm -hmm. is I have seen this personally and never, it never clicked in my mind. Why do black parents do that to their children? Even though that they're excelling, they would say, oh, they get on my nerves, they hard-headed. All they do is make noise and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Why did we do that? We just did it. I wasn't let in on the secret, by the way. I just did it. Mm -hmm. not understanding the implications of doing that in front of a child who is excelling, who is doing well, making them feel like shit. And all the while, it's uh, an adaptive mechanism that Black women especially have developed to protect their children back in slavery from getting sold. And we've just been doing it without even us realizing that we're doing it. Yep. In a video a few months ago where a black woman asked, why do black people always look out the window? Every time they walk by a window, they got to look at it. We just look out. There's nothing out there, no, nothing. We just say, who out there? What's going on? Why did we do that? Well, it dawned on me. During the Jim Crow era, with all those lynchings, black people were always looking out the window to see if the white hooded people were coming. So their children would see their parents look out the window. So then the children started looking out the window. And then they would have children and their children would look out the window. To the point where now it's become culture. We just look out the window. We don't know why we're looking out there. We just do. These are some of the effects of slavery. We have not healed from that. We have just developed survival tactics and we pass it along to our children, regardless if we're still in that same threat. Y'all really need to check out her lectures. 
because they're eye-opening make you really think we have a lot of healing to do on top of the healing just like she says we have to stop the assault that is coming to us by white supremacy that has to stop and we also have to heal at the same time because you cannot heal in the same place in the same environment as your abuse remember diversity so you heard that right now I do know the first thing you're going to think about is you're going to say well come on Trey not everything is linked to slavery and not everybody does that yada 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 you know stuff like that right because I know I hear it all the time you know that's not true Trey you know people do things for different reasons and, and you look out the window everyone looks out the window as well, right? But the thing is, sometimes the things do link to slavery. Have you ever stopped and asked yourself this question? Why do cats meow for food? Do they do this in the wild? You do know cats don't do that in the wild, right? They only do that to humans. Now, how did that happen? Right? How did a cat begin to do that? How? They begin to do that by learning from previous animals, previous generations of cats as they've been domesticated with humans. They learn from hearing the baby cry. Exactly. The baby cry. <clears throat> the scene. Oh, there's another human doing this. The small human is doing this. And it gets attention. It gets what we want. The small human gets food. It gets changed. It gets whatever. He gets things like that. So in order for me to get this food here, what you think I'm going to do? Yes. I'm going to meow. I'm going to make the same noise. Just so I can get what I want, which is food, water, attention, like the baby. Cats do that. But you're not going to tell me humans don't. That year after year after year, generation after generation after generation, dealing with slavery, that certain things don't just become innate to the 
cult, the, the cult, yeah, go ahead, the culture or the exactly the, the group of people. Exactly, you tell me, does something come innate to that culture, to the to the person, the people? I mean, hey, just think about how things are now for us as human beings. How do human beings know about fire? How do we know about fire and how to use it and what it's used for? How do we know that? About the wheel. How do we know that? Because generation after generation, century after century after century, we just begun to use it. To the point where it became just an innate thing about us. So yes, I can definitely see that happening with slavery. And Jim Crow and things like that. You gotta remember, the best teacher for certain things is life, of course, and our experiences. But which experiences teach us the most? Negative. Human beings tend to look out for the negative the most. Look at the news. What is the thing that sells? What's the thing that pops out the most? Negative news. Gonna talk with on a podcast. Yep. Or Andrew Tate. Negativity always wins. Why? Why does negativity always win? It's a reason why. Because human beings are hardwired to look for the negative, to try to steer away from it. Death is the ultimate negative thing. We steer clear of death as much as possible. I wonder why, because we don't want to die, right? Super negative. So we steer clear of it. So of course it makes sense. That slavery and the way black people are treated has had an effect. I had that talk, by the way, with my mom about getting life insurance when I was just a young kid. I heard my parents talking about it. It's kind of weird hearing things like that. I... That's one when that's why when the woman said Trey, it felt kind of weird because it felt like she was actually talking about me. Because I did have that experience happen. I would, you know, excel and do things. And my mom would say things demeaning and negative and whatnot about it. And it's, it always felt kind of weird to me that she did that. Really did. It felt kind of weird. 
now see we hear that well there was a reason it made a lot of sense and now that the thinking about it like yeah of course it makes a lot of sense now because that was she she wasn't trying to hurt me as being the mom she was trying to protect me she was trying to protect me even though she didn't know she was actually hurting me and that's just the thing yeah, my, I mean, my mom, did, you know, I think, like you said, you know, oh, yeah, I, she doing good here, but she she talked too much and did, did, did. You were like, yeah, so, yeah. Exactly. I've had that happen before, too. Yeah. You know, my mom, you know. Or she don't listen like I want her to, you know, just, you know. You know, oh, he hard, he need, yada, 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 yada. You know, what are you talking about him? Pretty sure he's getting up, running around, doing things, throwing stuff. You know, just did. He, he can't sit still. He can't do the girl, yeah. Exactly. And you like, but damn. You know, oh, he only doing this because he just want that damn game. Right. Play on the game or get this game, get this hit. Or he only doing this because he's. You want some candy, yada, 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 or something, stuff like that. They always have a smart remark to it. And thinking about it, I was like, oh, okay, why? Well, slavery came in. They would do that. And damn straight, if you were the parent, you were like, hell no. Right? Let me say anything so we won't sell my child. Hell yeah, it ain't going to make sure we say everything bad, you know, so they don't sell my kid. I'm going to make this person, make this boy seem like he's a ragamuffin. So if you get this kid, <laughs> you get some bad, uh, bag of bad goods right there. You ain't getting nothing. To leave him here. It's understandable. I mean, really, it is. It's understandable. That's the point. Like, it's understandable. Now, listening to that and understanding where it comes from. Yeah. Exactly. Now, understanding where it comes from. It, It makes sense. You know, it does. It makes a lot of sense. You know, it's like, oh, okay. You know, I can, I can get it. And I see how things have effects on slavery, and how slavery has effects on other things, and how things like. You know, looking out the window, what the woman said, 
And I had did it self-consciously. The window closed. The curtain is closed. You, you just do it without even realizing it, you know. Because in our, you know, DNA, pretty much, in our essence, just to look out the window because we were so used to doing it, make sure no one's, you know, like, like the woman said, make sure no one's coming. You know, thinking about how, you know, let's say, you know, walking up, walking to your bed at night. How many of us, you know, when we turn off the light, we scramble to the room, feeling like somebody's watching us or chasing us, type of thing. Right? It's just because that's how it is. And why so? Well, a lot of times, during the, at night and during the dark, we were being chased. Yep. Even if you were to say, well, you know, not every person, right? You know, anybody black does it, you know? Yeah, but most of us do. And that's the reason. Because, yeah, we, we were. Things like that did happen. And they do have lasting effects. You know, you can't do these traumatic things to people and not expect for them to have, have long lasting effects. Exactly. Long la- not to have long lasting effects. They got, they have to. You can't do this to a whole culture of people and not expect for it to have long-lasting effects. Like, what the hell? Really? You're not expecting that to have long-lasting effects? I mean, really. You think of how things are with not just black people when it came to slavery and things like that. Why do you think right now it's actually easier for white people to speak up about things like that? And why are they taking black people's side a lot now? Because they experience it themselves, they've seen it, they know about it, and they know that you have to do it, or nothing's going to change. They know about lynching, because some of their family members, because don't forget, Jim Crow's not that long ago, some of their family members were lynched, right along with black people. So what you think they gonna do? Oh hell no, I ain't doing that no more. Gotta stop that shit. Quick, fast, in a hurry, right? Nip that in the butt. Not gonna happen with this. Not gonna happen with this generation. That's the reason why it's so hard. That's the reason why so many white people are speaking up. Cause they did experience. 
Joe Biden was the first president to make it 100% illegal to lynch a person. A white president. Now you can say, yes, you're going to be white anyway most of the time. Yeah, but still. After all that time we had, and so many presidents, Joe Biden did it. Because why? Because, like I said, things have a long-lasting effect on generation after generation after generation. You would think Joe Biden is white. He does. He shouldn't even understand or fathom the effects of lynching and things like that. But he does. Because guess who was lynched as well? White people. You know what they always say. You know, go ahead and say the two words, girl. What do they call them? Mm. You can say it on the pod. What do they call them? Nigga lovers. They were what? Say it one more time. Nigga lovers. Nigga lovers. Go to a white person. Average white person. And say that about them. And see how angry they get. Is they were called the N-word themselves. It's not the fact they don't like black people. It's the fact that they thinking, why is it the fact that I like somebody black that is a problem? Why the fuck is that a problem? They're no different. Hmm. You get riled up. They get angry. But you're not a nigga. I just called you a nigga lover. Because those words led to them being lynched. And it's inside of them as well. So yes, she was right. Those things have effects. Even though we ourselves and experience it ourselves directly, because none of us alive today experience the effects of slavery directly, but since someone in our family more likely did, maybe not directly, you know, direct family, maybe some generations in the past. Those things were taught, those things were taught, those things were taught, until the things that were taught start to become second nature. And those second nature things became a part of us without us even knowing it. Makes a hell of a lot of sense. Right? I just wanted to talk about that. How the effects of slavery and how the effects of negative events can have an impact on not just on the direct individuals, but a little more down the line. And why the way to fix these things, like the woman said, is, you know, social justice. 
っと損を見ていただいて。And this doesn't always have to be something extreme. Because I know that some individuals that may listen to this are like, oh my god, here we go again. The only thing you want is a billion dollar reparation so you never work. No. First and foremost, we shouldn't have to work. Not just black people, it's the same. And human beings in itself, in general, we shouldn't have to work. We should be doing things as a hobby that we like to do. <clears throat> and if that leads to us making money and doing things to help people out and yada yada, that's okay. Because a lot of things are beginning to become so automated that what are you going to do with this?、Mm. Now, yeah, there's going to be some things that's never going to be automated. Policing,、mm. for instance, is not going to be automated. No, no, say never. Well, you can't because, you know, you need to be able to have the distinguish between the gray area of what's good and what's bad. Is, you know, murder is bad, right? Right? Mm-hmm. But not all murder is, not all killing is murder. Right? Correct. How are you going to tell it to a machine? Seriously. We just got done watching Megan. Truth be told, Megan would be acting like the way she did. She would have killed somebody. She wouldn't have thought about it being murder. And she would have said it. He just killed it. What's, what's wrong? She wouldn't have been smiled or had a slide and walk about it either. She would have just thought about it. What, it what's wrong? Just kill it. I was attacked. So I killed it. Like when she got bit by the dog.、Uh, I was attacked, so I killed it. There's nothing wrong with it, right? No, there's something wrong with it. You are a, a machine made out of fucking titanium. That dog didn't come close to hurting you. Trust me. It didn't. Definitely not beyond any type of thing that could be repaired. Now, the dog will bite me. Different story. And I still probably wouldn't even kill you. I'll probably just try to do something to fend it off so it can get away. Just like she did to that little boy that, killed, that, that she killed. You're made out of titanium. Nothing that the little boy can do can hurt you. It wasn't about hurting her, it was hurting the, hurting the little girl. You just get the boy off immediately anyway. Still don't have to kill him. True. See? Did she do anything that was going to murder the girl? No. There's nothing you could have done that would have murdered her. You know, he's out in the fucking woods. What about the fuck? Why the hell he was out there? And the boy, like, he was 15. And amongst, you know, literal children. But still. He scared them off. Made him run. No one would have believed the boy anyway that the dog got up and moved 
and flipped around and all that shit and scared the hell out of them. Right? All you need to do is that, but so you can't do that because the machine cannot think like a human being. The way we think is very complex. Even we can't understand. We use violent language and we don't mean things that are violent. I watch, you know, a YouTube show and I laugh at it all the time. One thing I keep laughing when I say, I wonder how this person ain't did. Now, I'm not actually wondering that. I'm just laughing at the fact that he survived that and I only laugh at it because of that reason. It's good to see people you know, do things like that and not be killed, not be really maimed and hurt like that. It's not funny to see people maimed and hurt and actually killed. Think about, you know, the Maul Hamlet situation. You think about him, we think about right now. Tragic situation. Now, what happened if he got the hell back up from that? If he just fell like, like that real quick? After making a tackle, laid that dude out like that. And people even made jokes about you it. You would have made jokes about it. Some uh, two football players did. You know, we'd have made jokes about it if he would have got the hell back up immediately. At the fall like that. He like, God damn, he hit him so hard he made himself dizzy. Right? Of course, all the time. Because things like that is kind of funny when you know a person is perfectly fine and okay. So yeah, that's the reason why we're saying that. Not everything will be automated. Because there's going to be things that's going to be left to human beings and need to be left to human beings. Because nothing else can do it. No matter how complex the the machine is, it's not as complex as humans can ever be. You know... Driving, for instance, it's going to be automated to an extent, but it's not going to be 100% fully. Why? Why would automate? Why would we not be able to automate driving? If everyone's driving an automated car, it'd be perfectly fine, right? Now, if you're driving on a, on, you know, a street. And you just happen to see McDonald's right there. What you gonna do? Oh, stop the car. I'm gonna go to McDonald's real quick. Now, the car's not a way to do that. You're gonna bypass it. You have to turn back around. Oh man, now you missed out on getting your burger. Now, you're driving yourself, or is partially automated, and you want to be the, have the ability to take over. Guess what? While driving down the street, I see McDonald's coming up. Let me automate. Let me take that off automation. Put it on manual. I'm getting to that, uh, you know, drive through. Think about what they did in Texas with McDonald's, speaking of. 100% automated almost, right? Now, how many of us actually uh, trust that damn sandwich? 
All right. Right? That's what Facebook said. Basically, in the justice that when we heard that whole thing was pretty good, and I wanted to basically talk about it, is how things like that, how we can be affected by things like, you know, generational effects. They're definitely negative. You know, stress is a motherfucking killer. And it does it throughout the generations. Anyway, this is going to be where I end the podcast. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and of course, share the podcast. Give me a five-star rating. My podcast is available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. The link to my support is provided there as well. Just click on the link and as little as a dollar a month is definitely beneficial. Later, guys. See you.